Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Hammond. And Jessica. And you're listening to the Friendly Atheist Podcast. If you like what you're listening to, go to patreon.com slash friendly atheist podcast. Um, as you can tell, I have a cold, but whatever. We'll get I through don't. this. I'm healthy. <laughs> um, I did want to say thank you because we reached one of our goals that we've had for a while, which Yay. is um, nothing too crazy. But uh, if you're listening to this podcast um, on your phone or computer even, there should be timestamps when we begin a new topic. Um, and hopefully you can just click on the timestamp and go right to it if you don't care for our witty banter at the beginning. <laughs> um, but hopefully you can at least say, oh, this topic, I'm interested in hearing what you have to say. Yeah. So I'll go right here. Hopefully you'll be able to do that from now on. Um, so yay for that. Yay. I also wanted to say we had one correction that uh, oh. was my mistake that I went oh, on to good. make it wasn't from last me for week. Once. <laughs> yeah. Um, and one of our readers chimed in to say, I think I said something like the Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts controversy that was going on where uh, I forgot what we were even talking about last week about the Boy Scouts. Oh, it was about how they'll they'll include gay people, but still no atheists. Oh, yeah. They won't include atheists still. But I mentioned something about Girl Scouts. um, they don't do all the outdoorsy stuff that oh. the Boy Scouts do, which is why they may be, the Boy Scouts may be accepting girls. Yeah. And one um, astute reader chimed in to say uh, that I was totally wrong about that. Girl Scouts do have all the fantastic outdoorsy stuff. Um, and then I'm going to quote here, along with more modern science, leadership, and urban activities, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, the Girl Scout cookies is how they fund those activities. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, it doesn't negate any of those points. Uh-huh. Girls can still join the Boy Scouts. Uh, we'll see if they make that decision soon. Who knows? But thank you for that correction. Okay. Uh, so, wait, really quick before yes, we get please. going, because I will definitely forget. Um, I'm going to be a guest on the Science Enthusiast podcast. Look at you. Uh, I know. It's my second guest spot on a show. It's very exciting for me. Um, I've told my parents. Um, <laughs> so I'm recording that tomorrow. I don't know exactly when it goes up, but I presume it will be before we record next. So keep an eye out for that. I'll probably post it on Twitter at Blueberry, B-L-U-E-B-U-R-I-E. Excellent. Okay. All right. So let's talk about stuff going on this week. Um, oh, so much. I know. Let me start with something Donald Trump tweeted, which I know is the worst way to start any conversation. But he said something that totally went under the radar because of all the other crazy stuff happening right now. Oh, we're right not now. talking about the trans thing? Uh, we're not yet. We'll get to that. Okay. Uh, he tweeted, in all caps, by the way, because that's God how you got to do it. In America, we don't worship government. We worship God. I didn't hear about this. Yes. He said it, as he says many things. But uh-huh. um, I get the sentiment here. It's, it's not about government, so don't... Uh, who even knows what he's no, talking about? No, no, no. Don't try to... There's I'm not no, defending. There's no excuse It doesn't mean here. anything. We worship God. I have so many issues yeah. with just those three words. Who is we? Well, okay, Who? but but also, like, yes, that's incredibly problematic, but also, like, I really need to make sure we stick the landing on... This doesn't mean anything. No, worship, no, no, no. no. We, wor- we don't worship government. 
that is a nonsense phrase. It's just like what he <laughs> said. What did he say? Um, yeah, thank you for pit- stating the obvious. Yeah, uh, pe- pencil, uh, Pittsburgh, not Paris, something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just he says that he likes alliteration because it's like the most simple literary contract, <laughs> construct ever. It's like, oh, two of the same sound. I can do this. I'm a three-year-old. Um, <laughs> so first of all, I mean, yes, we'll get into the we worship God thing, but like, Let's not pretend that that even meant anything. Fair and point. it's in all caps. Hey, old people, <laughs> cut that out. Which is weird because that's not one of his usual things. So no, who knows who did he end in sad one. exclamation point? Uh, no, it was a link to Instagram. Uh, oh, so it's a no. video with him saying a longer version of this. But okay, we worship okay. God. Who's mm, we? Because that suggests me, he doesn't friend. even understand the country. Because if there's one thing we know about the religious trends in uh-huh. the U.S., it's that the non-religious are the ones on the rise. Yeah. Um, yeah, we may be a majority, if you look at one group, Christians, mm-hmm. like that umbrella organization of Christians, yeah. is still the largest group. But even that's changing fast. So and he doesn't know who the we is. We don't worship God. No. And there's this implication that the God is a Christian God, because yes. I don't think he's saying... We worship Allah. We worship Allah. Um, so uh. it also, he's basically excluding even more people. And the suggestion that if you don't worship his God, uh-huh. uh, I don't know, you're not a part of America. because Yeah, I mean, and it sort of pins us as i mean of course how many times we had christian nation tossed around but it makes it sound like there's an official like religion of the united states which there super isn't even if even if we were 99 percent christians that doesn't make it a christian nation because the foundations of you guys know we were founded on religious freedom and separation of church and state not worshiping one particular god so dumb um and we know how he treats people when they worship a different religion and we know how trump lives his life and it has nothing to do with at least what christians would like to believe their religion is yeah no he's a garbage person person he's complete fucking trash and and this isn't this even good pandering. This, this isn't even good pandering. <laughs> yeah, and you know the funny I mean? part is this is one of those tweets that actually got a lot of responses from a lot of people, Christians included, saying basically, "What the hell are you talking about?" Right. Because this is not the sort of thing you should be hearing a president say. No, don't turn this into a religious war. It's one thing to mention God in a speech or Mm -hmm. to say God bless America, Mm -hmm. but to say that like we worship God. And by the way, Obama did this sometimes too, but to say that we all worship the same, uh, the same God Mm -hmm. or we worship one God, like don't, you're excluding a whole bunch of people. I know most of them didn't vote for you, but still, but we're still citizens. Okay. Okay. Uh, While we're on him, because we'll get this out of the way before we move on to other stories. Let's talk about this transgender ban in the military. Which, so we're recording a little early. This is Thursday afternoon. This is Thursday. Um, So I think today I got a push notification that, okay, so Trump tweeted out, Yesterday morning? He tweeted out yesterday, Wednesday. So Wednesday morning. That after consultation with my generals and military experts, please be advised that the United States government will not accept or allow transgender individuals to serve in any capacity in the U.S. military, blah, 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 because it costs too much. Jerk off, jerk off, jerk off. Okay, so... What I think Mr. Trump learned in the, the, the next 24 hours is that the president tweeting the thing is not a law. That's, <laughs> That's not, not how, we how it laws. Not yes. how it works. They didn't make a schoolhouse rock about how to tweet a law. Yeah. Although um, I would watch that. I'm gonna That might be That's gonna be my project this weekend. So yeah, it looks like today 
Yeah. It's not going to happen. And the military is basically saying, we're not no. enforcing this unless you go, one, go through proper channels. Right. Uh, at least that's, I guess, the way they can slow this down, if nothing else. Which... Because okay. it looks like they were taken by surprise. And I might, ugh, my arrogant, my ignorance of how government works and the sort of minutia might, might show here, but like, in what, do you know in what way Donald Trump could single-handedly push something through like that? Um, or does it still have to go through no, the proper channels? No, it still has to go through certain proper channels. I don't know that he Because obviously presidents can't just say things and they're true. Right. That's not how I, I understand as how much that as works. he wishes that were true. <laughs> well, that's and I not think how that's how he thinks it works. Um, and I think it, it's become more and more clear that he doesn't know how government works. Like oh that's, no, he doesn't. That's, I don't think anyone's even pretending that he does at this point. Right. But the question is, if that's what he wants, mm -hmm. that sort of policy could in theory be enacted. Sure. Um, the question is like the military, how do they respond to this? Because people under the assumption that they were safe yeah. may have come out. I mean, sitting there with the, the dreamers. What do you do now? Yeah, exactly. Like the dreamers who said, all right, I'll register the way you want me to register under the assumption that you're going to take care of me. Right. And uh, oh, of, look, of now you're going to get uh, me Who deported. are undocumented immigrants and they came forward assuming they'd be safe. And then Trump was like, Oh, good. Now I have a register of y'all. What's telling, uh, and the reason I bring it up here, because this isn't ostensibly a religious issue, is the question is, where did he even get this from? Why did he tweet yeah, about this, this randomly we on Wednesday around. morning? And part of, I mean, I heard some people saying that maybe it was something uh, that was discussed on Fox News the day before, and this was a response to it. But it's also important to remember that he was meeting with a lot of evangelical leaders like mm. last week. Like mm -hmm. there were tweets going around with their hands on him taking a picture. Yeah, I can't even with and that. according to some of the people who were there, this is one of the things they pressed him on. They don't want trans people Wh in the military. Okay, why? Why? I just don't. I don't fucking get. I don't. Well, they don't want any government acknowledgement that trans people exist. No, but what I don't—that's like, one of the reasons. I don't understand why these people are so like. What, and I know I say this every week, like, why is this their hell to die on? Why do they give a shit about trans people? Like, it's It goes to a larger issue of immorality that they see in the world. And so acknowledging that, I don't know, we're not just a gender binary no, or acknowledging fucking, that no, other people have sex that doesn't fit into their narrow description of what it should be like. They just oppose they're, anything they're like that. Backing and if, a man and if you're who's been saying, married three times. Oh, yeah, yeah. But his morality doesn't count. And they're saying for transgender people, God made you a certain way. And by yeah, denying that, yeah. uh, and by denying what God wanted for you, you're defying God. And by the government saying, we'll cover your health insurance and we'll cover your transition, things like that. Well, that um, is you're fucking defying dumb. God. That's their argument I know for it. it's not yours, but I'm still mad. And you're the only one here I can yell at. All right. Um, yeah, it's, it's as the Center for Inquiry put so shortly and well, mm -hmm. it's just cruel, backward, bigoted, ignorant, because there's no defense for this. No. Um, as famously, as the headline said, like we spend five times more on Viagra in the yes. military than we do all transgender people. Which we could issues. do a whole show talking about Viagra and insurance <laughs> because holy shit, what is, what are they doing in there? <laughs> Yeah, it, it's just a horrible policy. It, one thing I will give credit for to a lot of atheist groups that speak out on this stuff, because mm -hmm. usually this type of bigotry is influenced by religion. Yes. There's no good reason to oppose LGBT issues when it's not connected to religion. You certainly won't hear a lot of those reasons. Right. And just about, I, I can't find 
and I've looked, <laughs> any atheist organization that spoke out in response to Trump's tweets about the transgender ban saying, we support you. Like, no one was doing that. No. Um, there were some Christian right groups. I got their press releases saying we applaud Trump for doing this. It'll make our military stronger oh, somehow. Sure. Um, but it's all the atheist groups and in good sort of lockstep were denouncing what he did because they support LGBT rights because usually that's a religious thing. Uh, you oppose that only for religious reasons. So it's yeah. nice to see them saying on the matter that is affected by religion so much, mm. Trump was wrong on this issue. Um, all right. <sighs> Let's go to something different. I'll go to a happy story. Okay. So there is, in Colorado right now, there's a city. Um, Denver. It is not Denver. Grand Boulder. Junction, Colorado. Oh, I've heard of that, I think. Uh, close to Denver. I hope. I don't know my geography. Wh so why would you take a swing at that, Hammond? You know. don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Grand Junction, the city council, they have an invocation policy that here's what they want to do because this is a religious area. These are religious people. Mm -hmm. They want to have invocations at their city council meetings. So they came up with a policy several years ago where they were trying to balance this line between. We don't want to get sued over this, so we uh -huh. got to make it inclusive, but we really don't want to hear non-Christians speak. Is this the one that only board members can? No, different one. Have oh. we talked about three different We've city councils in three different, different weeks? Um, All doing the same garbage? Different type of garbage, Guys, but yes. run your cities. <laughs> so here's what they decided to do. Um, in Grand Junction, they said, we'll have a lottery. If you are interested in speaking... Uh, go through the motions. Let us know you're interested. Uh -huh. We'll put all of those names in a lottery. I'll assume for the moment that's totally fair. Okay. And they'll basically pick names out to s for the scheduling for the next, like, three months at a time. I'm sorry. I just had a Hunger Games, like, <laughs> image in my head of, like, you can put your name in extra times. And, extra and there's, like, all the people in gray waiting grimly for their names to be called. Oh, yeah. Anyway, well, they, I bet it's just like that. They pick your name out. And if you get chosen... They will call you and say, hey. And you get to fight to the death in a dome. <laughs> That's how it works. They will call you up and say, you're scheduled on this date. Uh -huh. um, can you do it? Are you still interested in doing it? If for some reason you say, I'm no longer interested, uh -huh. or you say, I can't make it or something, they take you off the list. Sure. And that week, they just do a moment of silence. Fine. Okay. That's not a big deal. So, but the idea behind the lottery, which is, this is what's troubling about the lottery idea, is that if you live in an overwhelmingly Christian community, uh -huh. there's a good chance that those invocations are going to be overwhelmingly Christian. Right. And so atheists in the area have been trying to change this policy for a while. Mm -hmm. um, but there's nothing illegal about what they're doing right now. So it's not like you could say, you know, you're only allowing Christian speakers. Right. So that's wrong. I don't know. I so here's what they did. Turns out next week, I think uh, August 9th, uh, an upcoming date. Um, it is almost August. Uh, but in the near future, in the next week or two, turned out an atheist was picked to deliver that invocation. Mm -hmm. And as we've talked about, as I've written about many times, usually those atheist invocations are pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Like they're inclusive of everybody. They tell you, look, normally you bow your heads. I'm asking you, open your eyes, look yeah. around. Uh, support religious freedom for everybody, including the right to not be religious. It's all well and good. That isn't going to change these people's minds in Grand Junction. Mm -hmm. So here's what the atheist did that I found awesome. Okay. He basically said, you know what? Uh, the guy's name is uh, Scott Isles. 
He said on August 2nd is the meeting. He said, okay, I won the lottery. I'm supposed to speak. But you know what? I'm going to give my slot to a local Satanist because I know that the city council members are really going to hate that. Satanist for the win again. Satanist for the win. So basically he's <laughs> handing his ticket over to a Satanist who they didn't, they didn't tell us their name. It's okay. just a Satanist. Oh, he's um, definitely going to have a hood on then. <laughs> right. They're going to make this thing as over the top, I'm sure. Uh-huh. And I don't know if it's going to be creepy or just, they're going to say whatever they want. Hail Satan over and over for like a minute. Yeah. Um, and the question is, how is the city council going to react? And when a local newspaper talked to some of the city council members, one of them said, I'm definitely worried. As a Christian, you worry about the influence of the dark one. <gasps> oh, <laughs> I thought that was Mordor. Yeah, Mordor? I know. Voldemort, no. too. Like, who knows what they're I referring to? I said the wrong to. thing. Um, uh, same guy. I think we should just go to a moment of silence. Yeah. Which is exactly right. Oh, that would be great. Um, another person, the mayor, uh, said... The place? <laughs> I just want to make sure you guys know. I know the guy's name isn't Mordor, but I can't think of his fucking name right I now. Don't. I just... N- Listen, ma- I get a lot of geeks tech, uh, <laughs> tweeting me. I need to make keep him happy. Got it. The mayor also added he thinks the council should Sauron. discuss... Uh, uh, discuss a possible change in the near future and that he's personally in favor of moving toward moments of silence oh, instead of prayer. Oh, it's, oh, what? I can't believe it. When you don't this, get your way, you see the flaw in your plan. Oh there my you God. Go. Um, they don't, here's the brilliant part. They haven't even announced the Satanist. They haven't even had the invocation. The and mere already. threat of a Satanist speaking at the August 2nd meeting is enough to throw all of this into jeopardy, oh which is God. fantastic. So hats off to Scott Isles and the Western Colorado Atheists and Freethinkers because that maneuver seems to be working brilliantly so far. Um, Uh, I just got a push (laughs) notification on my phone that Uh the Boy Scouts of America... Uh, the Boy Scouts of America chief apologized for quote oh. political rhetoric oh, used by President, that one. President Trump at the Danbury. So we'll talk about real that. time news. Updates. We already posted that one. You're you're not on this. I, the New York Times just pushed it to me nine I can minutes beat ago. The New York Times. Okay. All right. You're getting a little <laughs> braggadocious for me, my friend. All right. Before we get to the Boy Scouts, let's talk about uh, Kansas Governor Sam Brownback. Okay. Sam Brownback is unarguably probably the most conservative, one of the most conservative governors so, in the country. And he's one of the worst, arguably yeah. one of the worst. Cause I don't think arguably, I think he imploded the state of Kansas. Oh, totally, totally imploded Kansas. So this is what I tell me if yes. what I know is correct. So, um, what's his last name? Brown back. That sounds like a racial slur, but I don't know what for, uh, go to urban dictionary and type in Brown back. Oh it's no. Unsuitable for children. <laughs> like the rest of our podcast. Uh-huh. Um, so when he got elected, he basically did a sort of um, microcosm and a little uh, conservative, financially conservative experiment of they cut taxes and they did this and they did that. They cut funding t- to everything with the hopes that, oh, companies are going to see their, our taxes are so low there. We're going to flood Kansas with our with our business and thereby lift the, you know, rising All the businesses will come ships. in. All the people will be happy. Yeah. I, but what I don't understand is like, how does, so, so they're saying, even if your taxes is say 2% instead of 20%, I don't know what taxes are. Yeah. Um, the, the amount coming in will make up for that. Well, by the just idea sheer is if no of, one has to pay taxes, or at least the taxes are minimal, uh-huh. then all these businesses will flood the state. And they'll balance out. And the, it'll 
all the money they're going to make because people are coming to Kansas, buying into all these things going on in Kansas. It'll make up for all the lost tax revenue, but it doesn't work because no one's going to Kansas. No money's used for roads and schools. And then schools. they bankrupted their schools. Ban- they- the schools had to go to the Supreme Court to say, we need money from the state and they're not giving us like what we need. The state Supreme Court said, yeah, you need to give the schools money and you got to figure it out because I don't care what you got to do, but the schools need money. The Republicans in Kansas, the most like conservative Republicans Uh there have balked. They said, no, you have to raise taxes Uh for Republicans to say we need to raise taxes. It is a big deal. Brownback vetoed their... A bill to raise taxes, and guess what? There were so many Republicans who wanted to raise them; uh-huh. they overrode his veto. That's how bad things are in Kansas. So we have Republicans fighting has for more taxes. Slinked into a corner in shame. We're never going to hear from him again, right? <laughs> well, Kansas may not hear from him for a while, which is thrilling. Like op-eds in Kansas newspapers are celebrating the fact that he is about to leave, Later, or he's dog. on the verge of leaving because. Donald Trump just nominated him to be, and I want to make sure I get this title right. Oh he would be like the ambassador at large for international religious freedom, which is, it's a mouthful of a title, but let me go to the last guy in this job to give you a sense of what this job entails. Um, David Saperstein, God, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. The last guy in the Saperstein? position Saperstein, under Obama, here's some of the stuff he did. He called for blasphemy laws around the world to be abolished. Oh. Um, he celebrated, like on Twitter, openly, publicly, they released uh, statements from his office, celebrating the right of people to, quote, hold no religious beliefs at all and do so free of persecution and fear. Hey, I like um, this guy. This is a guy who's supposed to have his pulse on, like, the religious world and fight for religious freedom because that's what the U.S. stands for. Mm-hmm. That's a message we want to spread to the rest of the world. The problem with Sam Brownback is in he that position... Is the actual devil incarnate? <laughs> he is a Roman Catholic Ooh. who is one of... The, he's like Rick Santorum. He wants to push his faith, his conservative views, onto everybody. This is someone who has fought in Kansas to make sure women can't access abortions as much as legally possible because his faith says you can't have them. Um, he took away discrimination protection for LGBT people. Sure. He cares so little about freedom. He tried to pass a, con- when he was a senator, he tried to pass a constitutional ban on flag desecration. So free speech, he doesn't like. Oh, Jesus. Um, he actually issued a proclamation as governor calling for all Kansans, Kansans to call on, quote, holy God to bring healing and restoration. This is a man because he fucked up the state, and now he's like, "Y'all pray." (laughs) That's the only thing this is going to get fixed. He hope. This is someone who likes pushing his religion on everybody else, and yet somehow he's supposed to represent religious freedom for the rest of the world. It makes no sense. And Kansas is like, yeah, probably he would be bad at that, but get him (laughs) out of our state. Yeah. Uh, By the way, Brownback is also famous, and I'm sure you remember this. Uh, in 2007, he was running for president, so was Obama, and they were in the primaries. He, mm-hmm. Brownback's in the Republican primaries. They asked in the debate, uh, when there were like eight people on stage, do any of you not accept evolution? Do any of you not believe in evolution? Three of them, John McCain said, I believe in evolution. Yeah. And the moderator's like, is there any of you who doesn't believe in evolution, who don't believe in evolution? Three of them raised their hand. One of them was Brownback. 
Like just cool, cool, super easily, cool, openly, super cool, dude. <laughs> I can't, I can't believe a man who doesn't believe in science fucked an economy so bad. I know I he doesn't know like how, math. I there can't believe go. somebody who doesn't believe in evidence based <laughs> research can <sighs> screw up that. It's just, it's just, just Hemet. I'll tell you, it's yes. astounding. It's astounding and shocking. I know. I for you one, say that with a totally straight face. <laughs> um, uh, David Silverman from American Atheist, they issued a statement as soon as this came out, just saying, look, Brownback has been no champion of true religious freedom. Instead, he's used his position and authority to promote his own religious beliefs at the expense of LGBT people, women, atheists, etc. I mean, that's the question. Uh, he does have to be confirmed by the Senate, and the Senate is as dysfunctional as ever. I can't imagine they're going to say no because this is one of those, at least in theory, it's like a symbolic appointment. Well, they put Betsy DeVos through. Like I know. They- if they can get her through, why wouldn't they get this guy through? Um, and at least he'll be out of Kansas and he's not doing as much harm there anymore. Well, Maybe they have well, a chance to right the wrong. Listen, I'm sure Kansas is a great state, but it sounds like he can do some pretty real damage at the world at large. Yes. Um, oh, my God. What a mess. Ma- what a mess. Yes. Like, it doesn't it feel like every day something new happens and you're like, well, this is it. This is the worst. This is as bad as it gets. And then the next day then comes. And the next day comes. Um, I'm at the point now where, like, my morning ritual at this point is, like, taking the baby to daycare mm-hmm. so I can get some work done. <laughs> and in the process between, like, waking up and sitting down by my computer, uh-huh. uh I'm looking at tweets and it's like, oh God, what did he say now? I, that is my morning now. Every time I get a push alert, I'm because I, I, for some reason, have push alerts from CNN, New York Times, and like NBC Chicago, oh God. which it's really fun when, when something big happens because you can see what order they come in. It's, I don't know why I find it super entertaining. To see who's first. Yeah, like New York Times dragging again, buddies. <laughs> um, so, Speaking but, of but, which. Every, but every time like I get a push alert, my stomach just drops. I'm like, yeah. Either somebody died again, well, or the Trump on tweeted fire. the transgender ban, which also happened in the morning. Right, there was like a nine minute gap between the tweet where he's like, "My generals and I have I said that. Dot, 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 dot. dot and like nine minutes until he said transgender. And like for those <laughs> minutes, I know there's been stories written. Um, about how even the military was like, what the hell is he going to say? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean... But I don't really... I didn't see that one coming. Trump famously denounced women in the military. <laughs> like, the guy is a fuckwad. Like, I don't know. Okay. So, yeah, he could have said anything. He could have said anything. And then it's like, oh, okay, I guess that's what I'm going to be posting about today. Forget everything else I had and, planned. Like, and to what... Like, who is he trying to satiate with this kind of thing? Like, he's obviously thrown an entire group of people under the bus freely. Soldiers. Soldiers, Soldiers. he's throwing under the bus. We have a volunteer army. Yeah. We kind of need people. Like, And I as just, many of the ones in the military have said, you're not getting rid of, like... You can't just extract them and be done with it. These are like commanders. These are generals. Yeah. You are getting or, rid of important people in the military. <laughs> um, there was a Navy SEAL who was trans I saw on TV speaking out against it. I mean, these are important people that you're just saying, I'm going to get rid of them. They have to leave. So like, okay. Um, so let's talk about the Boy Scouts. Why not? Boy Scouts. Um, <laughs> just to recap what he did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Earlier this week, they have their once every four years, they have a national jamboree. It is tradition for the Boy Scouts to invite the president to speak. Mm -hmm. In 2010, they invited Obama. He could not make it in person. I can't remember if there was a reason for that. But he sent a video message. And it was like a minute long. It was totally uncontroversial. 
Um, and that was that. Mm-hmm. He's just like, you know, keep being you. You're awesome. That's more or less what he said. Is this one where Trump says that he wants to put his face in Mount Rushmore? Oh, I don't remember if this was that speech. Okay. Um, I know he's like, I'm as presidential as everyone but like Abe Lincoln. But I don't uh, know if that was honestly, this Honestly, that's more uh, more humbleness than I've <laughs> ever heard from him. Right. Well, okay. it's only six, seven months in. Give it, <laughs> give it time. All right. But so. Trump spoke at this thing. They gave him the stage. He used it. 40 minutes, he spoke, and, you know, he used it as more or less a campaign rally Mm -hmm. with a bunch of 12 to 17-year-old boys who can't even vote, and he got them to, like, boo Obama and boo Hillary Clinton and cheer for him. He said, we'll say Merry Christmas again. doesn't sound at all like a dictator. (laughs) No. We'll Um, say Merry Christmas again. Get the fuck out of here with that. It's July. It's Christmas in July. He said we could use more loyalty. I could tell you that. That doesn't... He bragged about how his friend with the yacht got laid to the Boy Scouts. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Read me the quote. Uh, (laughs) I don't have the quote on me. But he basically said, I have a friend with the yacht, and he was rich, and he had this boat, and blah, blah, blah. He did stuff. I won't go into detail. Your Boy Scouts. What the... (laughs) fuck are you talking about, Trump? I swear the paraphrase isn't that off. That's more or less what he said. I, what, what? That was the least controversial of the many, many things. No, but I'm not done with this one. (laughs) Like, what the, what the fuck? He's bragging about an unnamed friend who got, like. My friend sold his company for a tremendous amount of money. And he went out and bought a big yacht. And he had a very interesting life. I won't go into any more than that because you're Boy Scouts, so I'm not going to tell you what, what he did. What was the fucking context of that? <laughs> Just to brag about knowing rich people or... I, this I, is, mm. Why is this the thing that's making me implode today? This like, is not where I was going with this. But it's really <laughs> fucking dumb. Okay, continue. Continue. So let's talk. I mean, here's the issue with this. Cool. As he's... Well, uh, one of many. <laughs> as he's speaking, the Boy Scouts did not see this coming for some reason. When you invite Trump, don't you kind oh, of expect boys. this now? You sweet, naive boys. But I get that they extended the invitation to the president. It's that's what they do. Tradition. They could have very easily, accidentally, cut off his mic. <laughs> I don't know. They could have stepped in as he's speaking and going off the rails to say, all right, president, thank you for coming here, and now we're moving on. The president's very busy, would have kids. Been rude. You need to I get know, back. I know there are people who are like, they never would do that. No. But at the very least, they could have said afterward, like right after he left the stage, this is not a political thing. We don't... I mean, they could have slightly uh, rebuked him on stage. I'm, it would have been impolite, no, but it would have been smart. I don't think they would have done that. But instead, that. they uh. just let the image. For three days, by the way, it was the sight of thousands of Boy Scouts cheering as the president rips on his political enemies and Jeez. brags about his friend getting late, apparently. That was the image. For days, they didn't respond to this thing. And as you pointed out, the push alert that came out today is that the president of the Boy Scouts issued an apology. And what he basically said in there, here's the only relevant part of his apology. Uh Um, I want to extend my sincere apologies to those in our scouting family who were offended by the political rhetoric that was inserted into the jamboree. That was never our intent. Blah, blah, blah. For years, people have called on us to, I'm going to paraphrase, to be political. We have always said no. We regret that politics were inserted into the scouting program. Here's why I'm so annoyed by this apology. First of all, the Boy Scouts didn't really do anything wrong here. No. Not by inviting Trump. No. Trump 
is the guy who did everything wrong. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why he, the Boy Scout guy is issuing the apology I don't when think Trump, Trump can sh- physically apologize. Right. I think he would turn inside out. So it's not like don't apologize for something he did. But the second thing is you didn't do anything while it was going on. Yeah. And even if you could forgive them for that because it's the president and he's speaking yeah. on your stage, yeah. you didn't do anything immediately afterwards. You didn't like. If one of the qualities, what do you, like, if you had to describe the Boy Scouts in a word, what do they represent? Homophobia. Besides that. Oh, wholesome values? Wholesome, I mean, leadership. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, there was Badges. none of that. You didn't see any of Tell that socks. leadership. You didn't see any of the patriotism, Fire. the love of our country. <laughs> from those scouts. Now. Like, there was nothing. Yeah, you're right. It was an, like... That's the thing is, I think Trump thinks that bolstering himself, and this is giving him a lot of credit that he thinks about anything anyway, but um, that I think he thinks because he's the president, anything he says to like bolster himself is necessarily patriotic. I think he sees it as a one for one. Um, so, he, I mean, have you heard him say anything good about the country? Who Trump? Trump. Like I feel oh, like anytime everything's he ta- failing. Yeah, That's everything's why he has failing. To fix it. Everything's embarrassing. Everything's like he's not a patriotic dude. Yeah, no. Um, he, he's a he, nationalist. The funny thing, going back to that thing he said about God, like we worship God. He doesn't worship God. He worships himself, and he expects everyone else to as well. Uh huh. Um. By the way, Obama did give that video statement in 2010, and uh-huh. Trump used that as a line to get applause for himself. Like, did Obama come to speak to you guys? Boo, no. What the, but, does he know he didn't defeat but, Obama? Does he know what term uh, limits are? You forget that Obama's black. Oh, but yeah. no one had to apologize after Obama made a statement to the Boy Scouts. Correct. You know, I don't know. Um, so that's, I'm bothered by that response from the Boy Scouts. It. They didn't need to apologize. Trump's the one who needs to. He won't. So um, and they're apologizing they for the wrong thing because yeah. if you were a real leader, you would have spoken out earlier. Um, by the way, there are uh, the scouts have their scout principles that they live by. And one of them, the one that always gets controversial when we talk from talk to other atheists, mm-hmm. is the one that says you have to be reverent. You have to believe in a higher power. Mm-hmm. That's the one we always get in arms about because... That's why the Boy Scouts ban atheists. They're not reverent. Um, But as uh, Jesse McLaren, uh, a guy on Twitter, pointed out, go through all of those items on the list. A scout is blank. Mm -hmm. And these are the principles. Trustworthy. Nope. Trump. No. No. I mean, how many lies has he told? Uh, Scouts are loyal. No. Trump is firing the people who stood up to him. Or I'm sorry, for him. him. Uh, A scout is helpful. No. No. Uh, a scout is friendly. Nope. No. A scout is courteous. Remember no. that? And he posted that image of Trump pushing a guy at like the of world leader aside so he can get in front of the batch. I... Uh, a scout is kind. No. No. Let's not even. Uh, you could point to any tweet of him making fun of women or something. A scout is obedient. Mm. Uh, to Russia is the picture this guy shared. Oh, that's pretty <laughs> funny. Um, a scout is cheerful. I mean... As Al Franken has said, Trump doesn't laugh. Do you remember Trump laughing? No. No. Oh, my God. He doesn't. He doesn't have a sense of humor. He's always too busy trying to tell you how tough and strong he is. He doesn't laugh. So oh, he's my not... God. Oh, I know. How have I never noticed that before? Oh, you'll notice it now. Oh, he doesn't I hate laugh. it already. Even when people make fun of him and Maybe he's, he's a the butt cyborg of the joke. And that's why he's that color. It's always the, the smiling, like, <laughs> you made the, a like, joke at my expense. Smile. I'm going to get you. Uh, <laughs> I'm running your name on a list. This is true. 
a scout is thrifty. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, of all the ways to describe Trump. A scout is... A scout is brave, which the guy who's declined going into the military five times Bones while firing the people who are actually serving. Like that isn't, yeah. They're very um, painful. A scout is painful. clean, and any picture of Trump has all these papers all over his desk. Um, and fi- a, a scout is reverent. And again, of all the things you should worship or look up to, you know, John McCain is the video this guy posted, like making fun of John McCain. Yeah. He doesn't respect that guy. No. If you want to talk about how Trump is a Christian, I mean, there's numerous examples of how Trump isn't acting like Christian. Super not. So basically, of all the things scouts actually stand for, zero of them. Trump is none of them. Big old goose egg. Oh, so. And the Boy Scouts then apologized for the president because he spoke to them. And caused chaos. I don't like how this story is making me feel bad for the Boy Scouts. I don't think I've heard a single story about how Trump showed up for another group or another person. And was like totally chill. And things were better because of it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't happen much unless it's like a conservative Christian. Oh my God. Thing. How is this still happening? How have we been uh, doing this for six fucking months? I don't know. I hate it. Only three and a half years to go. Um. Mm. Okay, let's move on to something totally different okay. and back to our usual whipping boy. Uh, Ark Encounter, which we talked about last time because of all their shenanigans trying to get out of paying a safety fee. Yeah. I'll, I'll summarize this shortly. Uh, or or go back easily. and listen to any of our last 25 episodes. <laughs> um, the city of Williamstown said we need money for fire trucks and police cars. So to do that, we're going to ask all the ticket-taking places in our city to add 50 cents to tickets, which we're going to use as a safety fee. But the only thing in Williamstown is Ark Encounter, pretty much. So they budgeted $715,000 for the safety fee. Ark Encounter, they were banking on giving them $700,000 of it Uh because that's how much that they're bringing in those people. Mm -hmm. You need fire trucks because of all those people they're bringing in. Mm -hmm. Ken Ham did not want to pay this money. Shocking. So they changed the ownership of their for-profit Ark Mm -hmm. to a nonprofit company he owned so that he could say, look, I'm a ministry. You can't charge a church for a safety fee. But thereby, they <laughs> lost the privilege of the tax rebates. They, they lost the tax rebates from the state of Kentucky worth mm-hmm. over $18 million mm-hmm. because Kentucky was like, we only gave you that because you were a for-profit group. We don't give that to churches. <laughs> so then they lost it. So then they were like, all right, we'll sell it back to our for-profit company. Oh, they this did is that new. This, week. this is new. Uh, last week, they sold the company, or at least it was reported, they sold it back to themselves. Good, for $10 again? For $10 again. So they're a for-profit $20 company tidy once again. tidy 100% profit. So as far as we know, the state of Kentucky will give them that tax rebate, um, or at least make them eligible but for it again. But now they're on the hook for the 50 cents. So back to the safety fee. Know. What do they do? Um, they they went to Williamstown, the creationists did, and said, mm-hmm. look, we'll give you $350,000 tops the city said, no, no. we need the 700. Uh, then they said, we'll give you 500,000 tops. And the city's like, no, no, that won't cover our cost to take care of you. So finally, this happened uh, recently, like in the past day or two. Uh, Ark Encounter said, fine. Oh, Just God. we'll pay the tax. We'll pay the surcharge. Uh-huh. Now stop bothering us about yeah. this. <laughs> go away. So there you go. Uh, Ark well, Encounter good. has finally agreed to pay the fee. So there you go. 
Um, Did they ever release their numbers? Uh, we have not seen official attendance numbers from Mark Encounter yet. Mm-hmm. If they want any of that rebate from the state of Kentucky, they're going to have to make those numbers public. Yeah. But we have not heard them yet. Okay. All the best guesses I've seen hover around $1 million, but it's far short of the $2 million sure. that Ken Ham was estimating when this mm-hmm. thing opened. Um, so there you go. It may be. Uh, I hope it was so much less than that. I, I hope it was like an embarrassing like for the sake for the sake of the city. I hope he does well because yeah. maybe that'll help the city. Yeah, but for the sake of Ken Ham, I hope you fail miserably. Oh, did you see somebody <sighs> uh, tweeted at me, and I was right. That part of Kentucky is swampland, oh, so I got a thing right for Nicely once. Done. And somebody tweeted to say I was right, which is fun. <laughs> I don't get that a whole lot. Although, awesome. although the Doctor Who fans were very gentle with me. When they were they, very nice. When they did all of the corrections. <laughs> <laughs> There's a story in the New York Times this past Sunday. It's still relevant because it's an ongoing issue. But basically, it concerns women who use a pill mm-hmm. because they need an abortion. So it's a medically induced Yes, medically imbu- induced abortion. They're, it's not yeah invasive in right. any way. And what happens is the doctor usually gives them what's known as the abortion pill. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope I get this right because I'm brown. I'm not a doctor, though. But basically, they're giving them two <laughs> different pills. Joke. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they're giving them two pills. Yeah. The first one is called uh, mifepristone. Uh-huh. And what that drug does is it blocks the progesterone that a woman needs to set the scene for getting pregnant, basically, uh-huh. or to help that fetus form. Um, it blocks that hormone. Mm-hmm. And then for 24 to 48 hours later, she takes another pill, which is something totally different, mm-hmm. but that you need the second pill yeah. in order to induce the abortion. Mm-hmm. There's that window of a day or two mm-hmm. that this is kind of a new fight in the anti-choice movement, which Jesus is, Christ. I'm okay, if, so we can't, mad, I? if we can't stop women from having abortions and like you can't block them from getting access to the abortion pill or whatever... One of the tactics, and this is what the article was about, is that the anti-choice side was saying, what if we can get to women in that 24 to 48 hour period? Is there a way for a woman who has taken that first pill but might regret it to reverse the effects of that first pill so she doesn't have an abortion? And what the article discusses is that what doctors have been doing, the, the anti-choice doctors have been doing, is saying, well, let us give you another pill that is basically uh, throwing progesterone back into your body, like counteracting the effects of the first pill. Okay, so the question is, for the, the quote-unquote pro-life people, what this article was saying is, if there are women who have abortions by taking that first pill, can we get to them in time and give them this other pill to reverse the effects of their abortion? I mean, it's called a re- abortion reversal. And that's what the whole controversy is. Can One, can they do it in time to stop the abortion? But two, is it medically safe for the woman? Like, does it actually... Like they, like they give a shit if it's <laughs> medically safe for the woman. And what is it going to do if the baby is it eventually survives. born, is it safe? Like, what happens when you're messing all, with all these hormones in a woman's body? What does that do to the baby? We don't know. As far as the doctors they interviewed for the article said, it seems like the baby's fine. Like, there doesn't seem to be any lingering effects. But 
we don't know that. It hasn't been studied in depth yet. So this could be potentially dangerous, but we don't know. Um, now, that in itself is a interesting thing because there's this assumption by the anti-abortion movement that, you know, we always hear these stories, women who have abortions go on to regret it. And the thing is, that's not the case at all. It's a very small percentage of women who choose to have an abortion and then regret having the abortion. Yeah, so we're and talking I hope, about I a small hope they sliver of people. Interview a lot of people who've had abortions and are like, "Thank fucking God, I didn't want a kid, or I wasn't ready to have a kid, or I wasn't financially stable enough to have they a did, kid, or I was in an abusive relationship and couldn't have a kid." Like, like guys, fu- j- uh, go ahead. <laughs> the article was fine. The article, I'm not criticizing at all. It's this is an interesting topic, and it's going on. Um, but it, what what stood out to me is that the people who are pushing for these reversals mm-hmm. by trying to get these reverse pills <laughs> into women's hands, think about all the ways they could just prevent the abortions from occurring at all. Again, and this is a constant thing pro-choice people have said, give women health insurance, give them birth control so she's not in this position. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure she's not living in poverty. Make sure she has access to education for the child and a home for the child so that she could take care of it. Maybe that's one of the reasons she doesn't want to keep it because she's not in a position to take care of it. No, they want to give them a pill to reverse the first abortion pill. Like that is, that should be the last possible option after you've taken care of all these other things, but they haven't taken care of these other things. It's amazing to me that they're, that some of these people, the pro-life people, are saying, all right, if we want to stop a woman from having an abortion, let's not make sure birth control is easily accessible and free. Let's not do comprehensive no. sex education. No, no, no. Let's try to mess with her body because it's in not, order to keep the baby. Because it's not about the women, and it's not even about the babies. It's fucking controlling people. It's this, they, they, get, they fucking get off on this kind of garbage of controlling the choices that women make this whole bullshit of well you shouldn't have had sex in the first place like that's not how the world works people are allowed to have sex whenever they want like you're not going to control that. you can, you're not going to stop it you tell people not to have sex that doesn't work that's like telling people are overweight we'll just stop eating like that you yeah, don't that's more just not how the world that. works you can't right. just say hey stop that and like th- it's just I, it's frustrating th- this this controlling mindset of like, where does it end? At what point does it end? So, so me right now, I'm 31. I'm married. I have a house. I don't have a job. I don't think this is a super good time for me <laughs> to have a baby. Does that mean I'm not allowed to have sex with my husband? Is that, is that, that is how the exactly world works? What that is, is that what they want from me? Like, it's so fucking insult. It's so insulting, belittling. And oh, honey, you're going to regret this. Like people do shit all the time. Like go pick it outside a tattoo parlor and be like, oh, honey, you're going to regret it. Like that's a better use of your time. (laughs) And that one, I'm pretty sure, I I don't know the statistics. I'm sure more people would regret the tattoo like down the line. Yeah. Um, I'm really mad about this one. You're welcome. I just, my job here is done. (sighs) We need to start doing these at night so I can be drinking again. (laughs) This is too much for me to handle. I know, the water is not helping. It's really not doing it for me. (laughs) Um, We'll go back to the Catholic Church. That makes everyone feel better. Mm. Um, The Catholic Church, there is a church... Uh, Your notes are getting bigger and bigger they as they really go are. down the page. <laughs> is, we're doing the timestamp thing today. And he's, Jessica so he's, swears. <laughs> so he's frantically writing, <laughs> writing notes. And it's just like, it looks like a man like falling into the depths of madness. <laughs> as it should be. 
Um, there is a church in the UK, St. Bride's Roman Catholic Church. They posted this thing on Facebook a few days ago. Okay. And I've seen several articles saying, look at how amazing this church is for what they posted on Facebook. And it's like, oh, wow, what did this church do? Like, And it was about, like, all the headlines talked about how welcoming they were to gay people. And that is unusual for a Catholic church. Yeah, it is. So I went to go see this Facebook post. Uh And I'll quote you the relevant uh, information. The guy who runs it is Father Morton. That's his name. And he basically said... Do you think Morton is in the steakhouse or Morton is in the salt? uh, Salt. Okay. Yes. Morton said he wants to repeat again that, quote, all gay Catholics are accepted and welcomed in this parish. All every right, single, Morton. Yeah, every single human being is loved by God, blah, blah, blah. Okay. No one is ever excluded from God's love or his concern or his care or his plan for them. Nice in thoughts. God's house, all are welcome and the, are the blessed and loved children of God. Okay. There should be no place in our language or our attitude which allows for prejudice or exclusion. Um, anyone who's gay, come talk to me. Like basically saying, I have your back. Any family member who wants to discuss it, come along. We okay. must do everything we can, he says, to redress the harm that has been done in the past by the negative stance we seem to have taken up. Hey. We must join with others who are seeking to build a more inclusive society. Okay. So you can see why you got all these headlines. All right, Martin. Yeah, this guy is like I mean, loving the publicity. I uh, understand that what he said was like the lowest morality bar anybody can clear. It's like, <clears throat> hey, don't be a dick. Right. But but it's a big step for the Catholic Church. Right. They are notorious and dicks. This is in line with what Pope Francis said. Like, who am I to judge? He's He's been lauded for the same thing. Right. Saying, look, he's so awesome to LGBT people. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Uh-oh. At no point in any of that Facebook status... Does he comment on the church's actual position or his beliefs about homosexuality? So let me fill in the blanks here. The Catholic Church literally says homosexual acts Uh are intrinsically disordered. If you have gay sex, you are committing this horrible sin. Um, They will not support your marriage if Uh you are gay. They will not support... Um, as far as I know, they won't support you if you're transgender and are getting a sex change. Mm-hmm. They do not support civil rights for all gay people. So when you say, and I know you kind of said it jokingly and seriously, but like when they say this is the bare minimum that they could do, yeah. which is don't be a dick, yeah. that's totally true. Yeah. But I think a lot of people see this, and I see a lot of gay people responding, LGBT people responding yeah. to these things saying, Thank you for saying all these things. I'm so glad basically saying you're going against the Catholic Church to say, no, no, he's not. This is the bare minimum expectation of the Catholic Church because even the most notorious anti-gay conservative Christians you could think of in our own country and politics will tell you the exact same thing. Of course, you should treat gay people with kindness. Oh, yeah. Really? You should totally treat gay people with kindness. They deserve love. And most evangelical, like, mega churches. A lot of Catholics I know are super homophobic, but they're also mostly old white guys. Evangelical Christian pastors, like the most vocal force against civil rights for LGBT people, are like, no, 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 we love gay people. We welcome them in our church. Love the sinner, hate the sin? Yes. And everything they do is, we can cure you of your gayness. We can make sure, like, oh, if you're gay, but you want to be in a same-sex relationship? Yeah. No, no, no. This church will not support you. 
Hmm. They will, like the Catholic Church says, if you are gay, you must be celibate for life. (sighs) Like all of those awful, awful beliefs, this Father Morton still believes as far as I know. His church is not any better on civil rights. So by all means, praise him for not being a dick. Yeah. But I do not understand all these headlines that are basically implying that he is different from the Catholic church. He's not. He holds all the same beliefs. By the way, days and days ago, I posted on a comment on that Facebook message mm-hmm. saying, I just want to make sure I have this right. I'll quote you what I wrote them. Um, the church is being praised for the inclusivity. So does Father Morton support gay marriage? How about men who are in monogamous relationships with other men? Or do you believe what the catechism uh, catechism says of uh-huh. the church, like homosexual acts are disordered? I haven't gotten any response to that. <sighs> um, and that in itself isn't a big deal. Right, but no. he's not responding to that question from me or anybody. Has that been brought to him a couple times? I don't know. Or are you I the don't one know. guy running on everybody's parade? I can't imagine I'm the only guy doing this or asking this question, mm-hmm. but every article I've seen in the UK press about this and I've searched, uh-huh. like no one even bothered asking him about this stuff. They basically took this as a press release <sighs> yeah. and gave him free publicity. I mean, I see why. It's a feel-good story. Yeah, and the question is, who's Do you remember how much happy I was like, thir- like three 30 minutes seconds ago? ago? Yeah. <laughs> Before like, you shit all over everything <laughs> again? You're welcome. Have a drink. Have a drink of water. I have water. Um, But this is the thing, too. Like, evangelical churches will say the same thing. Like, of course we welcome gay members. You don't get brownie points for that. Yeah. If if in the back of your head you're thinking, I can can change you, you, I can fix you, Mm. I will oppose your civil rights. Like, that is what they're actually thinking. So here's my question. So if you don't agree with that, then say so. Yeah. But he didn't say so. But so if this same uh, past, Pastor Morton, Reverend? Uh, father. Fa- Priest. I can't think of them. Or I can't keep them straight. Either. Yes. So if Morton came out and said, I do believe that gay, like being gay is not a inherent sin or that Catholics do not believe it's a they will I don't think they say homosexuality is a sin the the acts so I don't believe that homosexual acts are a sin huge news I would support gay marriage would you would you give him oh my god would you yeah I would totally give him credit for that that would violate church law so I just want to be clear because because it does sound like what he's saying is very nice even if he's just redressing something the Catholic Mm -hmm. church already says if he's put it in a prettier package but, so your your underlying issue is that even if he's saying all these nice things, when the rubber hits the road, he's not going to be there to right. to fight for these people. That is what I'm saying. Prove okay. me wrong, Father. Prove yeah. me wrong. Okay. But I'm not wrong. Like that's that is what he thinks because he is a priest in the Catholic Church. That yeah. is part of the doctrine. If you are Catholic, that is what you're supporting. Yeah. So if you disagree with it. Take it up with your church leader. Take it up with the priest and like tell me I'm wrong. But like if you're part of the Catholic Church, that is the doctrine you're supporting, mm-hmm. whether or not you agree with it. Yeah. Um, and That's, I would argue it. you're better off leaving. Show them that you mean it by leaving. Um, so anyway, uh, I have one more story for you, which has a happy ending Yay. for real. Um, and this one... I'll make my big notes here. <laughs> Do you want another piece of paper? <laughs> Who needs more paper? Um, the National Health Service in England, okay. their health care that uh, we don't have in mm-hmm. the U.S. Sure, sure, sure. I've heard of health care. Um, 
I know, right? They have decided that doctors should not be able to prescribe homeopathic medicines to patients, which Wait, one... Wait, that wasn't already a law? <laughs> it wasn't already a thing. They're basically saying, we're not going to help you mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. If you want to go buy it, but we're not going to cover it with, you know, the taxpayer's money here. They said it's a, quote, waste of funds and, quote, at best, a placebo, which is totally right. Yeah. Um, so they're not going to cover it. I mean... That's good news. You would hope they're making wise decisions with their money, especially when it's supposed to be a healthcare system that treats everybody. This is a... This is smart. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't pay for unscientifically tested medicine that actually works. And homeopathic medicine is an oxymoron. Like, yeah. it's homeopathic not Homeopathic medicine helpful. isn't a real thing. It's just like the sugar pill. Um, what's <laughs> my husband had like an ear deal going on. And so he was going to like target or whatever to pick up some stuff. I was like, be on the lookout for that homeopathic garbage. Cause they just put that up and he came back and he was like, there was maybe two regular choices and probably five or six like homeopathy. And it says home- homeopathy yeah. in like teeny tiny letters. Like you have to be vigilant on this. <laughs> yeah. It's so they, fucking dumb. they package it very well. They do. And, um, We've, I think I've told this story before. I forgot if I've said it on this podcast or I wrote about it. Like, I realize now, in hindsight, that a lot of the medicine my mom gave me when I was a child <gasps> was totally... It was like, use this Indian stuff. It's better than the stuff we buy sure. from the stores because this is what they use in uh-huh. their family. And it's all homeopathic because <gasps> we still have it at home. So, like, if I visit my parents, I could see it. Oh, and my I God. Read... Do they give it to your kid? No. Oh. I mean, I won't let them... I guess but it won't do, do anything, like, whatever. The- but it says on there, like, it's homeopathic. And if, if you're not familiar, this is basically saying, look, we took a little bit of, like, real medicine, but uh-huh. diluted it with water. And it basically has no medicinal power no, anymore. No, homeopathy is, it's not even medicine that's been diluted. It's, it, it's based on the foundation of, like, cures like. Yeah. So if, so for example, sleeping pills... You know, you can't sleep, so you're taking the sleeping, sleeping pills. So, like, cures like, so caffeine diluted many times over and over <laughs> and over. That's what those sleeping pills are. It's like one part. It's one little bit. One part to, like, 10,000 parts yeah. or something. I don't Put know. Put a that. drop of sand in an ocean yeah. and mix it. Yeah. That's your homeopathic that's medicine. It, it doesn't do anything. Okay. But I remember uh, a few years ago, I fell down. I really hurt my ankle. Uh-huh. Like, it wasn't broken, but I couldn't walk on that leg for Where days. Where were you doing when you fell? I don't even know. I was just at home, but I <laughs> fell. It was just, and I like, I had to call someone to say like, I can't get up and oh, I need your help. That sucks. Like I can drag myself to bed, but <laughs> I can't walk beyond it's this. Like that painting of the girl <laughs> crawling herself through the field. It's a real <laughs> it's thing. Very sad. Um, so I couldn't basically do anything. Yeah. And I remember my mom came to visit like, and she brought one of these Indian things that I remember from my childhood because it had a very pleasing aroma. Uh-huh. It looked like you're rubbing something on my, like uh, on your actual ankle, on my ankle that Aww. looks like, I mean, it has to be doing something. Uh-huh. And like, I'm looking at the bottle and it <laughs> says it's homeopathic. It just has the scent. So, that is all it is. So wait, my question is, does your mom believe in homeopathy or no, does she just she, not know? She doesn't know what it is. She just thinks this is the thing we use, so sure. we're going to use it. Like, oh that's God. it. As an knock on my mom. I think that's what a lot of people do. Oh, yeah, or, 100%. Like you said, you go to the store, you see a thing, you assume, oh, it says cough drop. Yeah. I will take it. But if you look at it, it says it's a homeopathic remedy, yeah. which means there's no actual thing to... 
fix your cough, right. it might just have like an orange flavor to uh-huh. it. But it doesn't oh do anything. God, so anyway, gross. yay England, because they're saying, look, you could buy it on your own, but no taxpayer money is going to be used good. for people to buy that stuff. Good, good, so good. So good. It's not like it's a drop in the bucket, haha, in <laughs> terms of what their budget is. Boo. You're welcome. But they're not going to waste it. They're going to use it on actual stuff that works. So good. What's it's, their stance on stuff like acupuncture and chiropractic? And everything stuff? I've read about, ac- oh, here. Here, you could send us letters about this. Uh, everything I've seen about acupuncture and chiropractic, chiropractic medicine is that it's BS. Yeah. It'll make you think you're feeling better. You might walk away thinking you feel better. Uh-huh. It doesn't actually do anything to your body. And in fact, in the case of like uh, chiropractics and stuff, especially you see videos on YouTube where they're doing it to babies. Oh, I can't even with that. They're cracking their spines. Like, no, they could be seriously injured. Go look up chiropractic injuries. Yeah. There are tons of articles well, about and, it. And it's not even just, I mean, there are the risks, but they are making, so from what I've read, and I've not read a ton, 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 but, you know, chiropractic, chiropractic is good for, Lower back pain. That's the evidence-based medicine that we have is that it can help with lower back pain. But you go into the office. So my husband years and years ago um, went to a chiropractor because his, I don't know, his waiting tables and his back was was all jacked up. And this guy was like, oh, yeah, I fixed somebody's sinus issues. I fixed somebody's migraines. I did this, that, and the other. Got rid and of it's, cancer. Whatever. I mean, it's, it, they can say this stuff, and it's all anecdotal. And if somebody in a white coat is saying it to you, that's... By the way, chiropractors don't go to medical school. No. That's, no, no, no. That's not where they get their degrees. No, they no, They don't no. have real medical degrees. Yeah. Ooh, we're going to hear about this, aren't we? That's all right. And one of the finalists on The Bachelorette is a chiropractor, and I hate him. And so <laughs> really? I'm personally offended that Rachel is oh, picking such a jerk Rachel, off like don't that. Rachel, don't choose him. Uh, we so we interviewed a while back uh, Britt Hermes. You and I did? I think we did. Uh, Britt Hermes, who was a former naturopathic doctor, quote unquote, basically saying like, take these herbs and stuff. They will make you all better. We'll cure everything. And she's written a lot of stuff on her website Uh um, that basically says, look, I thought I was like, I know I I wasn't at medical school, quote unquote, but I thought I was at a good equivalent that just offered more, (laughs) like that treats the whole body. Um, And only now in retrospect does she realize it was a sham and she wasted money and she didn't learn anything like that was actual medicine. And it's really interesting to read like what she went through, what she quote unquote learned Mm -hmm. there and how it's all BS now. And she recognizes it now. So she's trying to warn other people against it. But the same thing goes, I mean, for the homeopathic medicine, there are days when uh, people will protest, like in England, there's a pharmacy, kind of like Walgreens or CVS here. Boots? That, uh, boots that sells homeopathic <laughs> medicine. I an umbrella there um, once. I think they still sell it. Maybe they don't. Sorry if I'm wrong. But they used to sell it anyway. And so people will protest by buying the homeopathic sleeping pills, downing them all, the whole bottle, in a single, like, moment. James Randi did that James, on his 10 talk. Yes, he did. And saying, look, we're fine because these aren't real. Yeah. Like, don't fall for it. Don't waste your money on it. And it's one thing, again, it's one thing if you're wasting your money. Right. Have at it. It's stupid, but all right. Or it's another thing when the government is funding it. I'm mm-hmm. glad they're not funding it here. Yeah, I, uh, I mentioned last week or a couple of weeks ago this uh, podcast Sawbones that I've been like mm-hmm. piling through for. It's a, it's been on for like four years, and I've just been burning through it. And it's funny to li- so it's a doctor and her husband, and it's just sort of like a a funny comedy show about um, medical history. 
excuse me, I'm sorry, I just snorting right into that All mic. Good. Um, but anyway, so it's funny to listen to them get more and more like hyper vigilant about bullshit medicine, basically, because yeah. they did a homeopathic thing pretty early on, and they're like, well, yeah, it's not going to do anything, but it's probably not going to harm you. And then maybe a year and a half later, they have like an 18-month-old, and Justin, the host, said, uh, I was at like the Walgreens or whatever, and the homeopathic shit is right out there with the regular medicine, oh and holy God. shit! And so it's really fun to like listen <laughs> to them get angrier about like pseudoscience and bad medicine. But it's I, if you guys haven't listened to it yet, I, I highly recommend it. Do you want a sad story? No, I never want a sad. I'll fine. take that as a yes. The story happened. Uh, it was reported today as we're making this, uh-huh. but it's just, my jaw dropped. It takes a lot to get me surprised by anything. Yeah, this one surprised rattled. me. As far as I can tell, here's what the story says. In Pakistan, last week, 12-year-old girl mowing the lawn-ish, whatever they do, outside her house. Mm-hmm. Some boy, older boy, 17, maybe 20, somewhere mm-hmm. in that age range, rapes her. We, we know this. That is part of the story. I got a headache instantly. Uh-huh. Okay. So horrible crime. This happens. Mm-hmm. So how do the... the, the they report this to whoever, the village elders. And so they have to punish this boy somehow, right? You would hope. Oh, they have to do something. So what do the village elders decide to do? I'm going to be back here. Hey, guy who committed this awful crime, someone needs to rape your sister. <gasps> what? Revenge rape. It's like an honor killing, like, but a lateral move from that. And hey, the victim that you raped, she has a brother. He has to rape <gasps> your sister. I told you I didn't want a bad story. I'll cut it and move it to the front. <laughs> it's literally called revenge rape. It's horrible. Is it a, a thing? It's a thing. And now, if you want any this is response to this. the worst thing I've ever heard. These are village elders. They're usually not regulated by anyone. They do their own yeah, thing. This is where all this say. stuff happens. The actual police, no. for whatever they do, and I've had a lot of criticism because they don't protect atheists who speak out in Pakistan, uh-huh. but they've now, they're trying to prosecute the village elders. They've arrested like um, oh, okay. a whole bunch of those village elders and the, uh, I think the guy who committed the original crime. Oh, yeah. Um, who knows what will happen to them. But the bigger issue is, oh, my God, this thing happened, and it's horrible. And it's not even the first time, because in 2002, um, a, similar, a woman who was a victim of rape uh-huh. took her rapist to court, and village elders said, Shh, like, they called on her to be raped, and she was, and it was horrible. And this became international news, and people were outraged then, and it's still happening almost two decades later. What the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. That I'll come back to the microphone. I was I had to take a little break. That is I I can't understand how the punishment for the crime is another crime of like of worse magnitudes almost, or I'm not comparing them. Like it's another crime. Gee, oh my god. You what? can I, you can blame religion for that. You could blame the culture for that. But unless these police put a stop to this and actually do something about it, it's not going to stop because these traditional retributions, they last forever, this eye for an eye mentality, because 
there's some perverted logic in their head to why this is the way it must be done. And unless you step in and say, I don't give a damn what your cultural or traditional ideas are, Mm -hmm. you can't do that. It's the same argument you use against like female genital mutilation. Mm -hmm. I don't care what your beliefs are. You can't do this. And we're going to protect people uh, who are the victims of this. It's not going to stop unless people just step in and say, we're not going to let it happen. Oh my God. But that happened. It's a story. You can't ignore it. What you can do is try to respond to it because even if something as horrific as that doesn't happen, you know, within our borders, there is still an argument about like, whether we should let some religious ideals slide or religious traditions slide mm-hmm. because they're cultural or they're traditional. And I'll take the female genital mutilation as an example because it happened in Michigan not too long ago where a doctor was performing that yeah. for families who wanted to have it happen. Right. Um, it's not allowed. It's against the law, but she did it under the cover. Um, and only when she was outed like was she arrested over it. Um, it's a woman who did it. It was. It oh was. Oh, my God. Because it's part of the culture. So she was providing a service to her community members who wanted it. But you have, I mean, this is why it's important to speak out against this stuff. Mm-hmm. Tradition doesn't make something okay. Yeah. And look at what happens when you don't put a stop to it. Oh, my God. So. Horrific. Shaken. Yep. That's As you should be, because it's horrible. Huh. Um. Like, I think a lot of people sometimes get numb to the phrase, like, honor killing, because it's just one of those, oh, I heard it, but, like, it's bad, whatever. No, no, no. Honor killing is whatever. Someone had sex, like, before they were married in these countries, and so her family killed her because she did that because they have to save face or they have to protect their reputation or something. That's also horrific. horrific. And I feel like we've heard so many of those stories that it kind of like skates under the radar sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like the Trump stuff. It's like everything. It's so exhausting to hear the same thing happen over and over. Cause it just feels like we're just spinning our wheels and mm-hmm. trying to solve these unsolvable problems that are rooted in tradition, and- which is, a dumb reason to keep doing something. And I'm not comparing Trump to this story we're just talking about, but this idea is if you keep hearing it over and over, you'll you become immune to, to it. it. Yeah. yeah, And that's why so many people don't care. So, I mean, if anything, maybe this story will jar people into coming to their senses and speaking out against this stuff. None of the news stories, by the way, on CNN or the New York Times mentioned religion. Mm-hmm. I don't know what role religion plays in this sure. particular incident, uh, incident, whether it was more cultural... And traditional I mean, versus, at some point, it's all intertwined. Yeah, right? at some it's point, it is. Like, it all mixes together. But none of the stories mentioned Islam. Maybe uh-huh. that's for a reason, because this was more cultural or something. But it's still horrific. And this sort of thing happens when this kind of dogma goes unchecked. So, Uh-oh. All right. Um, you didn't even save a good story for me at the end? I thought I did, and then I realized it was a worse story we couldn't let slide. So, cool, 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 cool. Let's go back to talking about something happy, like Trump. Um <laughs> I'm sure there'll be more next week. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. Thanks, huh? guys. Yeah. Brought a smile to your day. <laughs> um, do we want to talk about the fact that you might be going on paternity leave for a um, sec? At some point in the near future, it'll yeah. happen. I don't know when, near, like any day now. Yeah. Uh, and when that happens, uh, maybe we'll, <laughs> I will need a break, so I'll want to come back and do this anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so I might just do some. Solo. 
uh, either solo or like bring somebody else in as a Hemet substitute. Yes. Oh, it means I'm going to have to do the research. That's huh? the worst part. Good luck with that. <laughs> I'll just read your website. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe uh, you don't do that now. <laughs> Well, uh, well, it would ruin our fun dynamic of really me would. not knowing what's going on in the news. <laughs> it's a it's this character I play. Uh, her name's Jessica. She doesn't read the news anymore I because like she has depression and can't fucking <laughs> deal with it. Uh, I've gotten two texts from people who are like, hey, this thing just happened. I literally had to leave my house and walk around because I just because it's oh just God. like a new push notification comes through. <laughs> and they're like, cool. I just need a mental break for like like right now. I'm going to go get my dog and I can bring her to the dog park for like two hours and just like watch puppies play. It's because that is nice. like the, the brainwashing I need. <laughs> brainwashing is the wrong word. It's the, the, brain, cleansing. the cleansing. The cleansing. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening. You can yep. follow me at Twitter, B-L-U-E-B-U-R-I-E. I'm at Hemant Meta. If you like what you're listening to, go to friendly, uh, patreon.com slash friendly atheist yeah, podcast. Thank you to everybody who donates. It's really, really, really cool. Yes. I hope you enjoy the timestamps that I'm meticulously documenting. Oh, I'm definitely taking a picture of that because it literally looks like a serial killer now. <laughs> <laughs> Random numbers everywhere. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening guys. Bye. Etsy oh. shop. Oh, my Etsy shop. Don't thank forget. Um, Etsy, my Etsy shop is Bitches Get Stitched Done. I've been getting some fun listener stuff in. I did a um, uh, Firefly Guy thing. It was very fun. Anyway, um, hit me up there. I'm unemployed. I need to make a mortgage. Thanks for listening, y'all. Have a good one. Bye.